Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I was just looking at some of the Beautiful Christmas cards that have come in. Hello? How come you always get them? How come they they're, don't ever... they're, they're to all of us? Mm. How come we don't get gifts anymore? Nobody sends us gifts. JJ McSweetie sends a nice caramel. What are you talking chocolate. about? Big John just left us Big gifts John yesterday. always do. Yeah, so that's. Uh... What, 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 what about John? Uh oh. What did he do? Well, uh, calendars. Yeah. Uh, nuts galore. Where are the nuts? I think we kind of jumped into yours already. This is unbelievable. We you took all you first. took all JJ stuff. I never got a call. Never. Hey, I'm going to run some of this over to Joe. I no, didn't even. Know, I didn't even know that. that you got stuff let's from JJ. Let's not help him. Were you here that day? No. Okay. Good. I missed out on Savoy <laughs> Pizza. Nobody came back with That's Savoy when I was gone. Be- That's a good point. You gone. You gone. I got stuff to do. Uh, hey, we saved some calendars for you. Yeah, we got one in there. Got your name on it. Did he deliver uh, the tins? I think it was uh, of cashews. I didn't open mine yet. Well, wh- where are they? It's usually mixed nuts. Serious question. Where are they? In the office. Yeah. Well, they were. We may have. Uh, yours was mixed nuts. Well, I can verify that. In our defense, Kenny is the bad one. Kenny is the one well, who don't decides serve him up to, if he's not here. Oh, I'm totally going to do that. Oh. Kenny's the one that decides to open up whatever plate or whatever delivered That's package a felony. first. That's a felony. If he's well, opening mail, it's it wasn't not technically his. delivered by felony. the post office. It was just it wasn't Ingie. If Ingie brings it over, which we're not encouraging that at all. Nancy Edna May Miller. Nancy Miller. Yeah. Lovely card to six of my favorite people. Us? Yeah. I know that shocks you. Yeah, it does. I'm okay. Bunch of thieves? <laughs> and here's from the Lake Detective. I'll open it on air. Right? I always like the Lake Detective stuff because he sends cool pictures and decorates them. Well, basically, it's the same one every year, isn't it? Yeah. Here we go. Envelopes almost Did ready. We, am I recalling correct? Did we lose and the Canadian? I believe so. Oh. Uh, hello, Joe, Rook, and the crew, and it's a picture of uh, the Lake Detectives underwater Christmas tea tree decorated. It's a piece. It's milfoil, uh, decorated with Santa one word. and uh, what? It's one word. What is milfoil? Well, who said it was two? Well, depends on who you ask. I'm just reminding people that milfoil is spelled with one as as one word. Well, who 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 fouled it up? I don't even know. Where do you start? You know what? Let me let me tell you something. Milfoil. 
Buy it and spray. <laughs> so it's just, you know, you can get it in the can. You can get it anywhere. Mail foil. Yeah. Get it as a nice... Or water. I mean, where do you not find it? Your local pharmacy. Yes. This is how I say. When you're picking up pink walkie-talkies. Yes. You know what you can do? Both oh, listen, of you. listen to this wonderful card from the Lake Detective. I didn't do anything. What does it say? That's it? To our six favorite people? That, that was it. that was Nancy. Oh. This is LD. What did he say? I just told you. I didn't know you read it. I thought you were describing the picture. It's a picture of MILF foil. <laughs> From Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> MILF, MILF foil. Yeah. Right there. It says Merry Christmas. Steve McComas, Blue Water Science. Okay. Let me tell you something. I'm ready. No, this is my this is the problem. I talked to you before the show. Yep. I don't mean to introduce the public to these intramural problems. I understand. I'm working hard. I'm not on it. talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. Oh. Okay. <laughs> audience, listen up. I'm <laughs> helping you uh, guarantee their listenership. I warned you prior. No, warn is unkind, isn't it? Warn is it was uncalled for I'd on my say, part. Uh, warn's good. Warn's, uh, warn might be the right. I said, you know, for Let's you. Get this done. No, you, Christmas is uh, festive for you. It is for all people, but don't, don't, don't make party sounds. Oh, it is. It's on, bro. And then uh, also your birthday is coming up. I wasn't going to mention it, but we got it the 23rd, right? Uh The 23rd? Yeah. Unfortunately, we won't be here at work or I would have to take that day off. But we're going to be here through Friday, all of us. Right? Minus Patrick. Yes, we are. Yeah. Minus Patrick. Well, he went to his estate, or he's going to his he's, estate. I believe he's leaving he's, next He's still week. in town. Yeah. But I said to you, mm-hmm. I asked you kindly, yep. I think, and and you know what, professionally. Yeah, very much Professionally, so. I said, let's keep it together. Yep. I know this is tough for you, but mm-hmm. we've got a lot of work to do. Right. You know, we run a whole county. Yes. However mythical it might be. Yep. And well, I, uh, I want you to uh, try to compose yourself. I will. And don't, and if your little buddy in there starts getting you going, then you're both, you're both fired, right. which will be tough for you at Christmas to be uh, fired. Uh, yeah, I don't want that. I'm, uh, shouldn't Dave Cassetta know that I'm on the air right now? Hail the mayor. I was listening to the history of Garage Logic on the podcast. I have been a fan of the show for close to 10 years, but it was great to hear all the information in one place. We have to do another podcast Friday. We are we are continuing the series. Right. Yeah. Many episodes at uh, garagelogic.com. You can find it or at podcast1.com. In part two, you mentioned trying to track down Mr. Samer. I'm not sure how much information uh, on this gentleman. Perhaps this site, and then he offers a website we should go to. The site is free and has a, an amount of a scary amount of personal information on people, including past and present addresses, email, phone numbers, etc. Good luck, Andrew. Uh, perhaps we should. Wouldn't it be something to talk to Samer? I don't know his first name. But remember, Buck told us that Samer is uh, not a recluse, but he's 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 close. Private. Yeah. 
But we're referring to Samer as in the Samer theory. Uh, Samer in the military in the 70s predicted to his friends that people would start going crazy because of all the radioactivity in the air coming from technological devices. Basically and we cooking. call that the Samer theory. Basically, our brains are cooking. Mm-hmm. They're boiling inside our skulls. Right. <clears throat> and Downing writes a terribly disturbing note. Uh, could you summon John Height, please? Yep. Director of social media. I need Height in the room. I thought he had a lot of trouble with Hoboken, but this is even worse. Uh, let let Mr. Height get to a, a microphone. Uh, and I rarely doubt Mr. Height. He is a, a newsman extraordinaire. He is a newsman extraordinaire. He's left his post at his desk, and uh, he is plugging in as we speak. John, yes. Yes. You ready? This is from offsite correspondent Downing. I'm ready. John Height's news on Tuesday included a report on Karen Housley's announcement that she will run for the U.S. Senate. John reported, and this is an exact quote, that Housley is from Minneapolis's <laughs> eastern suburbs. Yeah. When did Minneapolis acquire eastern suburbs? When I checked the map, directly east of Minneapolis is the other twin city and the state's capital city, St. Paul. Are you guilty as charged, Jen? I am. Uh, I, I have an excuse, not much there of is one. Not, there, there can't be uh, much of one. Well, talking. Downey actually sent me that email also with mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went back to my copy and looked, and I had put Twin Cities eastern suburbs, and apparently, for some reason, I thought I should ad-lib Minneapolis instead of Twin oh, Cities. Oh, I see. So that, that was my fault. Yeah. Because okay. Minneapolis, there is no such thing as an eastern That's suburb. correct, because you'd have St. Paul. You have a river there, and yeah. then boom. Boom, you're in St. Paul. Boom. That was an unfortunate ad lib. So I should just read the teleprompter, I think. Right. Put put anything on there, he'll read it. That's right. (laughs) So watch yourself. Or I won't read it, apparently. All right. Thank you, sir. You've got listeners that pay attention here, don't we? Well, I have to admit that went right by me. I don't well, read I didn't catch it either. What about Falcon Heights? It's what about it? It's in that, it's, that'd be an eastern Minneapolis suburb. Oh, Minneapolis? God, yeah, just I, a minute. I, I got to go with Downing on <laughs> this one. Yeah. Sorry. There's no, Even there's Johnny no, agrees. I screwed it up. Right. I, I got to agree with that. I was just trying to help you out, John. Well, I appreciate that, Chris, yeah. but what I do. It's gonna, you're going to get more coins out of that. That's that's the the show show there we go. Okay. You're down to a, uh, I'm picturing a, a wooden shed mm-hmm. with hand-painted lettering somewhere on a dirt road near Ocala, Florida. Stop in for a scan. Yeah. That's about where you are now. Rusty scan. Rusty it's scan. All, the scan is all rusted out and, you know, it's used to be a Used to be a uh, reptile farm. Yes. Yep. And they didn't clean it out very well, did they? No, and now it's a scan place for the for the down and out like Reavers, Rusty who's scan. trying to pedal Falcon Heights as a Minneapolis <laughs> suburb. Yeah. Uh, as TK uh, once told me, uh, know your limitations. Yeah, we're off to a flat I'm gonna, start. Well, yeah, yeah. we can do that. Rusty scan. Thanks, Johnny Height. I'm getting this all squared Rusty away scan here. is what we got there. You're gonna tell everybody about your DCL. Why did I think that was the Lake Detective music? It is. Lake No, Detective. that's, uh... Isn't it? No, Lake Detective, Secret Agent Man. What's Boy, this? though, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Hang this on. is Green Day. This is not, uh... Right, but... It's Johnny Rivers. Are we on to similarities here? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not even close. 
Later. All right, take it down. Got it. Detective. Conrad, go ahead, please. Hello, Joe. Are you an airplane fan? I am. So I'm out at the airport. You know, they had the articles in the paper. Can you hear me okay? I apologize. I'm on speaker. Should I set that off? Is this better? No, you're fine. Yeah. So I uh, read that they were landing the last 747s today. Right. And I'm a Lyft driver, Uber driver. I happen to end up at the airport at 1220. Right. Scooted over to a section of the airport that's over near where the runway ended and right. just saw the touch and go first landing. And then the guy went around and came for a second. So we saw the airplane land twice. Fantastic. And you've never seen so many people at the airport. You remember the movie Close Encounters? Yes. And everyone tried to get to Devil's Tower? Yes. They were compelled to be there? Yes. That's us. Yeah. That's <laughs> a great site. Traffic jam. What's that? That's a great site. Oh, it's amazing. And uh, there are people on post road backed up from one end to the other going both ways. The airplane is now parked at the uh, gate. And I guess if anybody's interested, there's one coming in after dark, which wouldn't be quite as compelling to see. But uh, one more landing later on or one takeoff, they didn't say what time. But it was really a very uh, kind of moving experience, the yeah. last 747. I was uh, about 10 years old when they started flying those puppies. Right. And uh, they've always captured the imagination. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry, I uh, missed two, that. Two thoughts about the 747. Okay. Uh, they yep. were as common as your mother's Chevrolet. Uh, they flew routinely in and out of here from 1968, 69 through the early 2000s. Uh, so it's it's interesting to note that people are uh, reestablishing their curiosity about it. Mm -hmm. And two, there used to be one. Was it Saturday? Sunday. It was, was Sunday it afternoon. Yep. Sunday afternoons. About 3 o'clock or 3.30. To Tokyo from here. <clears throat> and it would take off over Highland in St. Paul. And it looks like you could reach up with a wedge and touch it. Right. Oh, oh it was just, I just couldn't watch it enough. Well, Every week I watched I it. Would, I, I, I remember seeing that. And yet, no matter what, you had to look up. The Why cool, are they being phased out? I just, well, they just, <clears throat> technology not as has created better planes. And okay. The Airbuses are... Uh, Probably more fuel efficient and what have you. I've never been on one, but the closest I've been to well, I flew, one. I flew on them many times. They were routine airplanes. They are big mooses, weren't they? Oh, big, big. The coolest thing I ever saw was when President Bush came to town, and I got to be on the tarmac, and his Air Force One pulled up. Was it? Uh, isn't Air Force One still a 747? Yes, and it is uh, majestic. That mm -hmm. was the coolest thing I've ever seen. One of the coolest things. Yes, John. Well, I put more on number two in charge of distribution yesterday. Yeah, well, I, I fell short, John. And and I and I'm afraid that I'm afraid you're going to have to make that appointment at uh, Scan Ranch. Real uh, Rusty Scan, Rusty Scan. Well, I, I think Scan Ranch will probably be a better spot for him. Yeah. But everybody, it, 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 you've got magic or. Uh, uh, Sharpies in the uh, in a corner that says to each person, and it's something my usual signature on the bottom. Mm -hmm. and, it, mm -hmm. and it's we've been doing this for a very long time. Long time, John. Long I time. I get mine every year, John. I wanted to say thank you. Well, good. You're welcome. Were they cashews, John? Well, it's the mixed nuts. Oh, just the to mixed remind nuts. me of, just to remind you of me. It's right. a tin right. full of mixed nuts. Mixed nuts. So, right. Mixed nuts. Yeah. Were they and all mixed nuts? The, yes. Okay. They're all mixed nuts, and uh, and and it may be the last time because I did retire and I had to I had to really wiggle waggle to get these six. I don't even have any for me. So yeah. well, you got the you got the uh, now you know how Joe feels on this. Yeah. 
and how, Joe, you'll enjoy them as you do each year as soon as moron number two either gives them to you or... No, John, they're gone. They're, they're, they're gone. completely I... gone from the building. Anything that stays overnight usually... I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gravely disappointed. So am I. But that's the way life works out Because this sometimes. is actually a gift that you would... Life changes and we must change with it. I don't like the way things are going. Yeah, all right, either do I. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But wait a minute. <clears throat> My job... Excuse me. My job was to deliver the package from you know, the front like, desk. It's not like we're inundated anymore with gifts. So it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a special occasion <laughs> when when something does show up. My task was to deliver from the front desk reception where Big John dropped them off mm-hmm. to the producer's room. When were they dropped off? Uh, Johnny got here at about 11 yesterday, mm-hmm. which well, I yes, did. Not Monday. It was yesterday. Which I did. Yeah. They, the package was delivered. I came in here to go on the air at 1. Everything was still sitting there when I left that room. Did Pat get his? So my job was done. What happens to it after that is out of my control. I suspect Kenny. He's And Patrick, because they're the ones that sit in there while we're doing the GL. Yeah, it's no big deal. He's, uh, I'm on a Big John's nuts. I'm going to pick through and get all the cash. Big John's nuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, here we go. I'm going to make the conscious decision. Uh, to not be disappointed. Uh, maybe. Why Why place that burden on myself? Did you check your mailbox? They don't fit in there. Yeah, it's just a little teeny square. There's not. Yeah. Well, whatever. Let's, is box. John Height ready? Let's. Can we move the show forward? He is. He is. Let's forward talk about is... some uh, jewelry, though. What? Can we talk about some jewelry? Is that okay? Can we jewelry? Do that? Yeah. Jewelry. No. We're... Oh. Just a minute. Yeah, so let's. Uh, we're gonna do that, and Garage Logic will <laughs> no. return. Yeah. Huh. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy, some light snow around the Twin Cities, 19 degrees. Timberwolves in action tonight on the road in Denver to play the Nuggets. Wild with a come-from-behind win last night. They defeated Ottawa 6-4. They'll be on the road at Florida on Friday. Vikings had four players picked for the 2018 Pro Bowl. Adam Thielen, Xavier Rhodes, Everson Griffin, and Anthony Barr. Some surprises over who did not get picked, especially safety Harrison Smith. Uh, quarterback Case Keenum and defensive tackle Linval Joseph also having fine seasons not picked. Both the Eagles and Saints had six players selected for the NFC. It was kind of a joke that Harrison Smith wasn't elected. Yeah. However, I mean, to get outraged about a player not making the Pro Bowl is pretty worthless, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. honest. Which he yeah. probably won't be at anyway because he'll be preparing for the Super Bowl. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A couple of baseball hey, notes. Yep. You're see, John. You are just like every other Packer fan. You're you're sitting back and you're being quiet because you know that this will come tumbling down and it will end in misery at some point. Not necessarily. This year's different. It will. Not necessarily. Come on, Joe. How long is a different year? Lived here. All I said is not necessarily. Monkey off the back. Yeah. Even a even a broken clock is right twice a day. That's right. Couple of baseball notes. Second mouse gets the cheese. What? No, he said broken clock. Oh, <laughs> couple of uh, couple baseball notes. Big trade. Yeah, uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays traded third baseman Evan Longoria, their star, basically uh, their all-time star, I would say, to the Giants in return. Tampa Bay gets uh, Christian Arroyo. He's a, a young infielder. Denard Span, former Twin, Matt Crook, and Stephen Woods. So Longoria for uh, three minor leaguers. 
in Denard Span. Orioles closer Zach Britton. This is a tough story. Ruptured his Achilles. He'll be out four to six months. Ooh. News notes from today. The House has approved the massive Republican plan to overhaul the tax code, clearing the bill's final hurdle in Congress, sending it to President Trump to be signed into law. The measure passed the House 224 to 201 as overwhelming Republican support carried the bill, passed unanimous Democratic opposition and no votes from 12 GOP senators. The House vote comes after the Senate approved an identical measure earlier this morning, with all Democrats opposed and all Republicans present in support uh, they are right now, as we speak, the Republican senators are heading in buses to the White House to celebrate. I, I found that. What? Pretty, yeah, they all jumped in Let's buses. Let's just uh, don't egg anything on. Just go about your business. Go <laughs> taunt. Why would you celebrate? They're loading up the buses because they passed their. Because uh, they finally got a legislative achievement. Yeah. Farable. <laughs> I think really, I'm going to have really, uh, the president with his two handed drink. Yeah, uh, that should be a really fun wallpaper to have for your computer. Okay, like a because he just looks so unnatural. Well, maybe he just felt like he was in two hands. He was tremendously thirsty. Mm-hmm. Faribault authorities have a 41 year old male in custody after two men were found stabbed early this morning. Oh, First responders called to the scene of a reported stabbing at 12:47 on the 1400 block of Hewlett Avenue. Was it a knife or an edged instrument? Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm going to have to assume it was a knife. Still right. never got a call back. Officers found a 58-year-old man semi-conscious with stab wounds in his back, hand, and leg, as well as a 26-year-old with a stab wound to the chest and multiple stab wounds to the back. The older victim transported to the hospital, then airlifted to a metro trauma center, now in stable condition. The younger man in stable condition. The release says a 41-year-old suspect taken into custody outside of his residence. Police said there was a large amount of blood seen inside and outside of the home. We got names from my hometown, Nothing Johnny? Nothing yet. Nope. Nobody identified him. That's great. Suspect. You were out in a farm somewhere, weren't you? You weren't in town. Well, yeah, but I still went. I mean, uh, it doesn't count. You were way you had to out. Go to the, well, I went to the school there. You had to go to the mercantile to get yeah. some uh, supplies. <laughs> the mercantile. The greenery. <laughs> The suspect told police he did stab the two people, but he said it was in self-defense. Police say he's being held on attempted murder charges, no threat to the public, no charges yet, and no ideas. Fact-based email from Steve Joe. Yeah. Just to let you know, look at a Twin Cities map. Minneapolis has eastern suburbs, Uh Lauderdale, Fridley, Falcon Heights, and northern suburb Columbia Heights. I think this guy's wrong. Well, this guy's just wrong. There's plenty of northern wrong. suburbs. Those are all northern yeah. suburbs. I said Not eastern. Falcon Heights. That's Falcon east. Heights is in St. Paul. It's, it's right over here. It's yeah, not it's where the fair is. East of Minneapolis. It's <laughs> not in Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, God. Spencer Kronk, who has served as the city coordinator in Minneapolis since August of 2014, has been selected as the new city manager in Austin, Texas. City council there made the decision yesterday afternoon. Before taking over as city coordinator in Minneapolis, Kronk had previously served as commissioner of the state of Minnesota Department of Administration. What was his name, John? Uh, Spencer Kronk. That reminds me, I saw an old bit over the weekend of a fellow named Dalton Crum. And I just saw that was the coolest name. Dalton Crumb? Dalton Crumb. Crum. It's right out of a Raymond Chandler mystery. I was just going to say it should be in a book. Somewhere. Wow, what a Definitely. name. Dalton Did you lay Crumb. in the uh, obit or no? Pardon? Did you read the obit? Yeah. Okay. Just I, A guy I don't know. I okay. was just noting his name. Hmm. May he rest in peace. Yes. Dalton is a common name given to younger kids now. I have no really? idea. What yeah, do you I, call a kid named Dalton? What do you short, shorten that to? I don't know, Dalton? Matt. I don't really care. <laughs> Oh, because Billy's got a Dalton in his kindergarten class. Well, good for Billy. (laughs) 
President Trump will be watching a vote in the United Nations General Assembly. He says very carefully, and he's asked his ambassador to the world body, Nikki Haley, to report back on those countries who vote against us. Haley wrote that in a letter sent Tuesday to some countries. Haley also sent a tweet warning the U.S. would be, quote, taking names in Thursday's scheduled vote, which is intended to show a United Nations unified around getting President Trump to withdraw his administration's unilateral, uh, unilateral recognition of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Federal officials say Idaho has the largest percentage increase in population of any state in the nation in a recent census. U.S. Census Bureau today announcing that Idaho's population from July of 2016 to July of 2017 increased 2.2 percent to 1.7 million people. Agency says that's about 37 more people living, uh, 37,000 more people living in that state. The uh, state of Utah landed in third place. Nevada was in second place as far as growth went. If you're wondering, Minnesota not in the top ten. Where was Florida? Uh, it was not in the top ten. I either. can't. Oh wait, it was too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. They're number five. What What is the number of significance here? The percentage reflects what? Two point the, of growth in a one year period. So the uh, Idaho from 2016 in July to 2017 went from 1.7 million to uh, 37,000 more people. So 2.2% growth. Mm. Uh, Florida grew, uh, Joe, 1.6% to tie for fifth. Uh, Minnesota not in the top 10, and neither were any of the surrounding Mm. states. Heather North, the voice actor who played Daphne Blake on the cartoon Scooby-Doo, has died at the age of 71. Family friend Jody Mann told The Hollywood Reporter North died after a long illness in her home on November 30th. North voice acted as Daphne for more than three decades, starting with the original cartoon series, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, all the way up to the 2003 Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico movie. You know, the uh, the conversation, much like where you... Uh, uh, I can't Mary place Ann, her. The cartoon? I can't place it. She's the redhead. Yeah. The red, the, I guess with I, the purple skirt. I guess I have not watched yeah. Danger-prone Daphne. She was the looker. In, uh, mm-hmm. in Because you were game. either a Daphne or was it Selma? What was the other? S- uh, yeah, Selma, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, much like Marianne or uh, Ginger. Mm-hmm. It's the same uh, same debate raged on. She was also known for roles in the 1965 film Git and 1971's The Barefoot Executive, alongside Kurt Russell. She also appeared on several TV shows during her acting career, including Gidget and the Monkees television show. All right. Turkey's state-run news agency says prosecutors are seeking more than four years in prison for NBA player Ennis Kantner on charges of insulting President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Anadolu agency said an indictment prepared by the Istanbul Chief Prosecutor's Office accuses the New York Knicks player of insulting the president in a series of tweets that he posted back in 2016. Uh, Kantner, who's in the United States, would be tried in absentia. The player is a vocal supporter of Fethullah Gulen, the U.S.-based cleric blamed by Turkey for last year's failed military coup. Kantner had been detained in Romania May 20th because his Turkish passport was canceled, so he was able to return to the U.S. after American officials intervened in the matter. Mob of mass suspects waltzed into a Marriott hotel to steal an ATM for the second time in as many days, according to Houston police. Here's how they did it. Houston police said they got a call from the manager at the courtyard by Marriott, a group of about five to eight masked men had stormed the lobby, grabbed the ATM, carried it out into a blue SUV, and sped away. That's the same ammo that occurred the previous night at another Houston Marriott. At that time, seven to ten masked men ran into the hotel lobby and stole the ATM. According to police, they are still looking for that group of men. What are you doing? He's Trying watching to find Daphne. Uh, he's watching Scooby-Doo. Was that hard to find? 
Yeah, because she didn't talk to her. Sorry, you're not our type. Yeah. Three birds. Yeah. Way to go, girl. It's really hard to find a you know scene what? where she uh, was featured. That's, maybe, that's maybe my she problem. Was, yeah, maybe she wasn't that featured. What was your name? Daphne Doolittle? Daphne. <laughs> and then uh, Velma was the other one. With Velma, Velma. 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 Not Selma. Yeah. Did, she, right. play, did she play both voices? No. No. Somebody she just played was, uh, Somebody else was Velma? Daphne Blake. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. And you know who, uh, who uh, what's his name? Shaggy was. His, I don't. His voice. That Casey was a Casey, 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 Casey. I did not know that. You didn't know that? I did not know that. It's like Scoob. Here comes old Frog Face. <laughs> Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 19 degrees out there. It's slow warm up today. We should get up to about 22 for the high. And uh, pretty much steady temps overnight tonight, low down to about 20. This light snow and flurry activity that's going over us right now should gradually taper off uh, this evening and then start to redevelop again later on tonight. So more light snow and periods of uh, flurries tomorrow as well. One to four inches of snow could accumulate during the day tomorrow. I think the uh, lightest amounts on the north side of town, heavier amounts on the south side of town, but a high of 26. So it does warm up a little bit more than what we had today. Light snow coming to an end tomorrow night, and then flurries, windy, and turning colder. Here it comes. 22 on Friday. Saturday, partly sunny and 12 above for the high. Low down to 2 degrees below zero. Sunday, light snow and flurries, 10 above. And then Monday for Christmas Day, flurries and cold. The high of only 4 above. Low down to 12 degrees below zero Christmas night. Tuesday's high, zero. That's going to be the coldest day so far this season. And uh, lows below zero all the way through Wednesday night. So cold, uh, cold period is coming at us, Joe, and it looks like it's going to last much of next week. Not only the um, weekend, the beginning of the week, but it does appear as though it's going to stay cold most of next week. Again, tonight, flurries, light snow, temperature down to around 20. Right now we're at 19. All right, thank you. Some of that bass. This is one where I'd love to play the brushes. Charlie Brown this year yet? Has it been on? Yeah. No, it has. Oh, I, sure. They usually she run records it. all that stuff. I haven't seen it in the DVR yet. It's not hard to get. You just go into your Comcast and say, "Play Rudolph or Charlie let's, Brown." Let's uh, let's conclude the edged weapon story. Yes. I have an email from Mark who writes, "I am writing in regard to your taking exception with the use of the term edged weapon." As a police officer for the last 30-plus years, I can assure you that we tend towards more flowery flowery words and terms when report writing rather than boiling it down to simple phrases. A car becomes a vehicle. A shooting at your job becomes a workplace violence. Home becomes a residence. Taking a canine off a bite becomes a tactical removal. I believe we feel that such verbiage shows professionalism and intelligence while it does tend to cloud the matter for people not used to reading such reports. Also, we do not search people who come to our PD to fill out a statement or file a report. First, it would be illegal, and second, it would hurt any attempt to build or inspire trust. Uh, Merry Christmas, loyal podcast listener Mark. P.S. When are you playing the Christmas light rivalry? 
<laughs> Just kidding. I listened on the YouTube last night. You can go to YouTube and hear that? Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah. let me tell you something. 25th is the best of. Uh, here's what I, I, hear. I have a serious uh, idea. Yeah. Skip it for a year. Build up the anticipation. Are you out of your mind? Possibly. Yeah. Do you know the revolt that would happen? There will be people that will stop their Christmas festivities. Really? To listen. I w- you got a heated garage. You got the guys out there. You're gonna, hey, come in here and listen to this. This is going to be on at 2 o'clock. <clears throat> I disagree with Mark. Uh, I enjoyed his email, but I disagree with him uh, when he says we tend uh, to use flowery words and terms rather than boiling it down to simple phrases. Well, that violates one of the basic rules of writing. Uh, when you can keep it simple and concise, you keep it simple and concise. Mm. So I, I disagree with the fact that that exhibits some sort of professionalism. It exhibits professional jargon. I don't know that it exhibits any professionalism when it comes to the act of communication. Okay. All right. And then secondly, all news sources today in the Twin Cities are using the word knife, not an edge weapon. So okay. somebody came to their census and said, hey, what do we <clears throat> And uh, on the uh, on KSTP.com, Five Eyewitness News, we learn a high ranking law enforcement source at Minneapolis City Hall told KSTP that there was a total breakdown in security protocol uh, that allowed a suspect to have what officers believe was a knife in an interrogation room Monday night. Uh, shortly before 5 p.m., the suspect began stabbing himself, attempted to slash his own throat and lunged it at officers before he opened fire. Uh, that is uh, a source on Tuesday identified the suspect as 18-year-old Marcus Fisher. Uh, KSTP has learned the incident began shortly after Fisher had confessed to a shooting and detectives had stepped out to get him water. The source said the fact that the suspect had a weapon in his interrogation put everyone in that area of the building in jeopardy, including civilians and police officers. The chief's office is less than 40 feet away from the room. Uh, Police Union President Bob Kroll said officers spent 10 minutes trying to get the man to drop the knife before they opened fire. Sources also say the officers tried to use a taser on Fisher to no avail. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Are there some people... For whom the taser has no impact? Yeah, and I don't know what the criteria is for that. But apparently there are people that it just doesn't affect as bad as it would have. Are they superheroes? Would it affect if he was wearing like a heavy coat? I don't know. Well, there is video. It shows that the officers first and foremost, instead of taking a life, saved the life. Kroll said they did de-escalation. This guy was committed to killing himself. The officers had no alternative. Uh, Multiple... Offices, uh, multiple officers are now on standard paid administrative leave as the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension takes over the investigation. If the public could see the video, there would be no questioning why the shooting occurred. Kroll said this was a very gory scene. Mm. Uh, but in any event, we've uh, we've gotten away from calling this an edged weapon, and it's a knife, which most people presumed it was in the first place. So that we can conclude that, and I hope Fisher makes it. Uh, the coppers don't need that on their hands. They right. they believe that they were trying to save the guy. Maybe they had to shoot him to save him, uh, especially if the taser didn't work. I have no idea. 
You know, I, I, I have a lot of Christmas notes in the news today. Well, good. It's four days, five days before, so. Christmas notes and nature notes. And you know mm. that I, I love nature. I've seen more mm. urban wildlife than most DNR field representatives. Okay. So I have I have much uh, coming up in that regard. All right. Christmas notes and uh, and nature notes. Christmas among other notes items. and nature notes. That's right. All right. Fifteen hundred ESPN is <laughs> what? We'll be back. We'll set them straight and be right back. Okay, guys. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a Ph.D., Joe Suchere. We're going to make you take this one, Brock. Is that a present from Ingi? Yes. I'm not sure what it is. It was in a box. It was well taped. Is there any booze? Is there a break glass smoke lucky <laughs> That's uh, what he likes. deal in there? <laughs> That's what he likes to send you. This oh is, really? This is what is that? I can't tell. I'm too far Ooh, Joe. away. Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Bring it in there right now. For real. For real. Thank you're gonna like it. You're gonna get exactly what you asked for. If it's a real pack of luckies, I might just light no, them up. No, no, it's not. This is legit. There you go. You got time. It's like Christmas morning, isn't it, Ralphie? It's a big bag of pretzels. There you go. But not from a store. They're in a Ziploc bag, meaning God knows where they came from. They're not even from a store. Uh, we have cookies here, and I'm going to eat them. 1,500. Thanks, Ingy. ESPN. You don't have to stop by. Is KSTP, St. <laughs> Paul, Minneapolis, snowy and 19.